Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you are having a tremendous day so far today. And if not, hey, look, you're only a choice or two away from making it better. We're always just a choice or two away from making it better. And it's funny, I, uh, I'm i feeling good today. Well, I guess I should add a caveat. <laughs> the last three weeks have kicked my butt with this pregnancy. Like, you know, I, I, certainly not my first rodeo, but first time in a twin pregnancy. And it is like, so far for me, Ben, a lot harder. I had some really good weeks, even good months, but the last three weeks, I felt like hot garbage almost all day, every day. And that has made it really tough. Don't worry, there's a point to this. That's made it tough to get work done (laughs) when I really want to get work done and I really need to get work done. And when I've had opportunities, either because my mom is here to help or because Chris is here to work, there have been several times in the last three weeks where it's like, I, I can't do it. I physically cannot sit up and work right now. And today I've been crushing it, even though I feel like crap. And I just wanted to share with you what made the difference for me, because this may or may not work for you, but there was a bunch of things that I needed to do, several of which were not things that I wanted to do, things that I I wasn't dreading, that's too strong of a word, but things that I very much wanted to put off to another time or another day. So I asked myself, what can I do to make it seem more manageable? What can I do? And I thought about things like I could work for 15 minutes and take a 20-minute break. I could get one thing done and then you know, go lay by the pool for 20 minutes before doing another thing. And what I ended up deciding on was breaking down tasks into pieces, which typically I like to start and finish and just bang it out. And that's easier for me. But in this time when it's just been a lot harder, I was like, I'm going to do this one piece that feels really manageable. There were bigger projects that didn't feel very manageable. And I thought, well, I'm just going to do this one piece of it. And then I'm going to do this, which is easier. It wasn't, it wasn't like go lay by the pool. It was a, a work task that I really didn't mind doing that I was happy to do, uh, like recording this podcast. And then I'm going to do this one piece. And then I'm going to move on to this next thing. And I had very realistic expectations. I did not set out to do five or six hours of work. I set out to do two or three hours of work. And just breaking it into pieces that today feel more manageable that on some other day might not feel manageable on some other day might feel like a joke they're so easy but that helped me so I just thought I would share that because I'm kind of in that flow right now of feeling like 
hey, you did a good job today. But anyway, we've got a lot of great things to talk about today, especially what I'm giving away today. This is brand spanking new. You probably haven't even heard about it unless you heard the special bonus podcast that I released about it. So there is a new supplement that I'm so freaking grateful for, and I've been asking for it for multiple years now. And it is an all-natural, hormone-balancing, hormone-optimizing product, one version for women, one version for men, and I am being blown away. I'm in a group of people who are trialing it. I haven't decided if I'm going to trial it while I'm pregnant. There's not any ingredients that I'm like, oh, it's a hard no. I just don't know. If I don't do it, it's not because I don't think it's safe in pregnancy. It's because I think my results would be skewed during pregnancy, and I'd rather have a blank slate postpartum to do it with. But Chris is taking the male version, and I'm part of this Facebook group where people, there's I think maybe 50 of us who are trying it out. Of course, myself not included, but I'm in this group with other 50 other people who are trying it. And the things that people are sharing are so exciting to me. We have needed something like this for so long. It makes everything easier from sleep to food choices because because of the way that it balances hormones, it helps to control hunger and it helps to take the edge off that anger and frustration that can make me feel like we don't care. Anyway, whole other episode on that bonus episode of the podcast. Um, But that is what I am giving away today. I'm giving away to a female, so I'm going to give away the female version. Uh, We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. All you have to do to be eligible to win is leave a review of this podcast. So we'll get there, but I am so freaking pumped for you guys to give it a shot, and and I cannot wait to hear about it. When I've been looking at just a group of 50 people who have been trying it and what they've been saying after their, their experience with it, like I'm really pumped to hear in my community, which is a much bigger community, what people experience. So we'll announce the winner at the end of the show. Don't miss that because I would hate for you to miss out on this prize. Before we get into your questions, and you guys, as always, have really great ones, I yesterday was responding to uh, some of you individually with regards to a recommended starting point for you. And this is part of the consistency course that I talked about on last week's bonus episode, all about consistency. And um, the first of you are going through that, that process and that experience. And as I shared in that bonus episode, I was really asking myself, what are some of the barriers? If somebody comes in here, what could keep them from success? And it very quickly came to mind that not knowing where to start could keep somebody from success. You know how when you, this happens to me a lot if I read a book like, okay, well now I've got 57 great ideas, but I don't know where to start. And I didn't want to put anybody in that position. So when when you come in, there's this form that you fill out to give me kind of where you're at, what you're struggling with, your most common excuses, a whole bunch of other stuff like that. I review it and send you back a video with my recommendation on where exactly you start, what specifically you start with. And I was going through those and I made note of a couple things that people said that I wanted to touch on here because if they're feeling it and experiencing it, certainly many of you are too. And I just wanted to 
to talk about it. And the first one was an excuse that's coming up. Like what is getting in the way of you you taking action? And this one person, many, many, many people have a goal of, of, of weight loss. Uh, no surprise there, just statistically speaking. And they shared that one of the the thoughts that is keeping them from consistent action is the thought that it'll be too hard and that they'll be hungry and that will be hard. And I wanted to share my my response in case you're somebody who resists, whether it's eating better, starting to work out, starting to get out of debt, starting to build a, a side hustle because you think it'll be too hard. There's absolutely a path that would be hard for sure. There's probably multiple paths that would be hard. And there's probably a path or some paths that are harder than you are ready to start with right now. But there are also paths that are not too hard for where you are right now. And so I, I kind of, in this video, was sharing my thoughts on this to somebody when I, you guys know this, I mean, I started with things like a smaller order of fast food for breakfast. That was not too hard. Now, if I had decided to go on some crash diet or started to do 24-hour fast twice a week, that was probably harder than I was ready for at that time. But I need you to hear me say this. When you have those limiting thoughts, you're not viewing the full spectrum of options. And there is always a full spectrum of options, no matter what we're talking about. If we're talking about weight loss, if we're talking about fitness, if we're talking about getting out of debt, if we're talking about starting a business or anything in between, there are so many options and there is an option that it's not too hard for you. So the goal is then to say, what is this path that I'm able and willing to take on right now? There was another comment that came through in another one of the forums uh, as somebody got started that I wanted to touch on, and I, I don't have the verbiage in front of me exactly, but essentially, this person shared that she was kind of annoyed with herself for the fact that she needed help to reach her goal. And I think I think she said that, that she needed my help. Um, but I think help in general was the point. Like, why can I not do this by myself? If I know everything to do, why can I not get myself into action by myself? Like, it, it pisses me off that I, that I need somebody else to help me do it. And this is, this is a paradigm shifter. I understand the feeling. I absolutely understand the feeling. But in my video response to her, what I said was, there are people in every area of life that are better than me, either because they've been working on it for longer or because they have put more time into it. They've invested in it kind of like the way I left my corporate job and I've been doing what I'm doing now full time for almost nine years. I think, I think nine years. Anyway, yeah, nine years. Um, whether we're talking about investing there's somebody out there who knows so much more about investing or marriage. There's somebody out there who is truly an expert in marriage and I'm not or fitness. There are people who have just dedicated their careers to mastering that field and they know so much more than I do. And I'm a fool if I don't seize the opportunity to learn from those people in one way, shape or form. 
And I told her, I said, I think that it is the smartest and the wisest who seek the help from other people instead of trying to just figure out everything on their own. Because our results will be far less if we just take it on ourselves than if we seek out people who have tools or skills or resources or experience that we don't have. So yeah, for sure, you can choose the perspective of like, I'm pissed off that I need help with this and that I can't figure it out for myself. How I choose to see it is if I don't learn from somebody who knows more about investing than I do, like that's crazy. I'm leaving money on the table. Why wouldn't I tap into what they know that I don't know? And the same thing with business. Like, sure, can I figure it out by myself? Absolutely. And have I before? Yeah. But it's the wisest of us that say, I'm going to learn from this person so that I can avoid some of the mistakes that they know of that I don't know of. And I can implement some of the lessons that they've learned that I don't know yet. I just wanted to share a couple of those things before we dive into your questions. But let's do that now. We've got a few different questions here, and then we are going to give away that brand new all-natural hormone balancing product that I'm like so excited to to hear your experiences with. And I still might give it a run while I'm pregnant, but I don't know. We'll see. Again, not because I, I'm not doing, I'm not avoiding it because I think it's not safe in pregnancy. I just think my experience would be skewed and that might not be helpful in my line of work. All right. So these three questions came in via the Primal Potential Facebook group. If you're not part of that community, I do think that it is one of the most amazing communities on the planet. It's free. This one says, how the heck did you do it, Elizabeth? I see what you've accomplished and I'm like, okay, what skills do I possess and what actions, what skills do I need to possess and what actions can I take to do that? Well, first, thank you. And I don't know, you know, if you're talking about accomplishments in terms of writing books or in terms of losing weight or in terms of starting a business or something altogether different. But what I will say is that every one of my accomplishments is built on, uh, years, if not decades, of struggle. So I don't resent or resist my struggles. I think I talked about this maybe on the bonus episode about consistency, maybe on a previous q and I don't know. But uh, every single achievement or accomplishment or milestone that I've hit is built on years, if not decades, of struggle. So what I was saying that I think I shared in the consistency thing is I don't look at being heavier now, not only because I'm pregnant, but even if, even, you know, after the twins are born, I'm still going to be heavier than I was before I got pregnant with Dagny. I don't look at that as a failure because I know that every accomplishment I've had has been on the heels of a struggle and every accomplishment I will have has been on the heels of a struggle. So I think that one of the, in terms of like what skills do you need to have or what actions can you take? One of the skills is giving more of your time and energy to what you can do to move forward than the time and energy you give to how you feel about where you've been. Because I can get just as distracted by how I feel about some of my choices and some of my mistakes and some of the paths that I've taken that have been wrong paths. 
but I know that in order to move forward, I have to give more of my energy to what I can do today to get where I'm trying to go than I give to how I feel about where I've been. So I think that's a really, really huge one. You have to be more focused on not only where you're going, but on what you can do about it today. The other thing is over time, you have to get better at how you use your time. It's not an all or nothing thing. It's not an overnight thing. I have come nowhere near to mastering this, so I don't think you have to master it, but I do think you have to get better and better. I used to watch a lot of TV. I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. Um, I used to sleep in a whole lot. I, I don't sleep in anymore, though that's more of a function of, of Roman. Um, but even before kids, I just had to get better at how I use my time. That is a differentiator for a lot of people. Anybody can work hard or push themselves for increments in the day, but it's a competitive advantage to be more focused and less distracted. It's not all or nothing. It's not an overnight shift. But what are some of the things that distract you and really get better over time? You don't have to master it. I haven't. Get better at identifying those distractions and dialing them back. And then I would say, lastly, unless something else comes to mind before I finish this one, lastly, be a better thinker. And when I say better thinker, I'm talking specifically about a few things. Tell more of the truth instead of, and I'm not suggesting like either you're dishonest or you're honest, but when we say things like, I'm too tired or what's the point, We're only telling a little piece of the truth and a differentiator, a tool, a skill, an action that you can take to make more progress in your life is tell more of the whole story. When I say something like, I don't have time, I don't have enough time. Well, I don't have enough time for what? Where is my time going that is optional or that is less important than my goals? Where can I use my time more wisely? Like that is what I mean by telling the whole truth. If I say like, I'm too tired to cook a healthy meal. Well, what are the ways to get a healthy meal that don't take a lot of energy? And I know that I can order takeout that is healthy. I've done it many, many times. And that is about telling the whole truth. One of the other things in addition to telling the whole truth is being mature in your own thoughts and your response to your thoughts. Things like, what's the point? Or I don't even care. Those are a little like uh, angry toddler thoughts. They're not mature. They don't reflect emotional sobriety. And that as a skill and also an action you can take will set you up for a tremendous amount of success. Those are... Those are the big ones. Those are absolutely the big ones. This next question says, how do I stop the all or nothing mentality? I feel like I've been talking about this a lot lately because it's a huge topic inside the consistency course. One of the things you can do is go to primalpotential.com, search all or nothing. You'll find past episodes that I've done on it that are totally dedicated to all or nothing. You know what? I'm going to do that for you right now instead of telling you to do it. Let's see. Primal... 
potential.com. Let's see. All or nothing. Let's see what comes up. All right. Ready? Get a pen. 756. 495. Uh, that one probably doesn't matter. We'll go with those two for right now. 756, 495. If you are somebody who struggles with all or nothing thinking, check out those episodes. 756, 495. Also, the consistency course, if you go um, to the link in the bonus episode, I'll get it up on the site sooner than later, I promise. Uh, the wait list might be up. I'm um, recording this a few days before this episode airs, several days before this episode airs, but um, there might be one or two spots left. Um, but whether there are or there aren't, episode 756, episodes 495. With that said, one of my go-tos for all or nothing thinking is practicing what are the options in between, right? It's not either I follow this plan that I made for this day or screw the plan, do whatever I want. What are all of the options in between? Because there are always many options in between. It's not either I go get ice cream or I don't. You know, I get the blizzard from Dairy Queen or I don't. Maybe I have a few bites of Chris's and that's an option in between that I'm comfortable with. Or maybe I go to Whole Foods and pick up some sorbet instead. There's so many options in between. And I think that that is one of the keys. I know that is one of the keys to overcoming all or nothing thinking is to get in a habit of saying to yourself, what are all of the options in between? I do this with work all the time, especially when I've not been feeling well lately. It's not either I work for a while or I don't. There's many different degrees that exist within that. I can work for 20 minutes and then I can nap for an hour. I can work for an hour and then I'm done. I can work on and off in 20-minute cycles for three hours. There's so many different things. I can do this one thing and nothing else. I can do these three things and, you know, scrap the rest of the list until tomorrow. Get in a habit of, and this goes back to what we were talking about just a few minutes ago, telling more of the truth, being more mature in how you think about things. All or nothing wouldn't work for your kids. It's not like either you do their homework or you don't. I mean, you can play outside for an hour and then do your homework. There's so many different ways to approach those thoughts. And it's about, it's about that maturity piece. It's about that emotional sobriety piece. It's not ever all or nothing unless you choose to not explore the other options. Get in a habit of saying to yourself, what is every option that exists between all or nothing? Or at least what are three options that exist between all or nothing? This last question says, I'm often so critical of myself. What are some steps I can take to have a better self-image? I like to remind myself that I want to focus more on the solution than on the problem. And also, I like to focus more on what is right than what is wrong. Because I could tell you 50 things I've screwed up today, but I can also tell you a bunch of things I've done well today. And why would I choose to focus on everything that I did wrong? Imagine if we did that to our kids or our spouse. If all we did was tell them where they messed up, where they dropped the ball, where they disappointed us, 
we know that would be very ineffective for the relationship and the development of that person. So we choose to include and or emphasize all the other stuff. I do think that self-criticism can be instructive, though. And I'm like living this right now. I look in the mirror and I don't like the way my face has filled out in pregnancy. And I can be very critical about that. But it's also instructive. Meaning, I say to myself, well, what is that telling me about what I want? I want to eat as well as possible to avoid that extra weight gain that is beyond what is required for the growth of my babies. Okay, what am I going to do about that today? Or it's reflective of the fact that I really want to feel amazing about how I look. Okay, well, what can I do about that today? It's a redirect. I can also choose to say, well, what are five things I love about my face? You know, I was walking through uh, this local kind of garden area that we have, and um, there was this beautiful little boy who clearly had severe burns all over the side of his face. And for me to get all in a fuss because my face is puffy while I'm pregnant, I mean, I have so much more to be grateful for, so much more. And I've always thought that way with my legs. Like I genetically, I have like big legs. I don't really have ankles. I never really have. Even as I've lost a lot of weight, like I just basically go calf to foot. Um, And (laughs) I've spent a lot of time being very critical about that. But the truth is there's way more to be grateful for with regards to my legs than there is to be critical of. And I don't want to be the kind of person who only sees the bad. I wouldn't do that to other people. I wouldn't look to somebody else and and just focus on all that there is to criticize about their appearance. So why do I have a lesser standard for myself? So it can be instructive, meaning what does this tell me about what I want and what am I going to do about it today? Solution focus. But also... I don't want to be the kind of person that just sees the bad. I understand that that would never work for a relationship with another person. And it's no different with me. It doesn't work for a relationship with myself. So balance it out a little more. I can tell you 20 things I don't like about my legs. But you know what overrides all of that? I'm damn grateful to have both of them. And I'd rather have them both like this than not have them at all. So those are a few tools that I use I think it's about, again, so much comes back to this, becoming a better thinker and being more mature in how we approach our thoughts and how we respond to our thoughts and telling more of the whole story because the whole story isn't just my face is puffy. That's not the whole story. That's one piece of the story. It's not the most mature piece of the story. So all of those tools that we just touched on a handful of minutes ago, they apply to every single one of these questions being more completely honest in the thoughts that you're having, being more mature, responding to your own thoughts with emotional sobriety. All of these things are game changers, total game changers. Speaking of game changers, all natural hormone balancing supplement, brand new, could not be more excited. The winner, you get the female version, Tia Maria Bobia. If that is the username under which you left a review, thank you for your review of the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. It helps more than you guys know. Really, really helps a lot. 
Tia Maria Bobia. Email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Include your mailing address and I'll get it out to you. It could take me a few extra weeks to get it out just because uh, it just launched yesterday or today, uh, depending on, well, no, this airs on Saturday. Still, launched yesterday or today. So it might take me a few weeks to get it, but I will for sure share it with you as soon as it comes to my hands. I only have my trial bottle here. Um, Tia Maria Bobia, congratulations. For the rest of you, I'll put the link in the show description. I hope you have an amazing day. Keep the questions coming and leave a review of the podcast so that you could be eligible to win next week. Take care, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.